The Knicks are not done yet. There are more moves coming. And according to an NBA insider, he notes that even after the OG Ananobi trade, internally the Knicks feel they still have enough assets to make another significant trade. We're going to break down this report and so much more today. So be sure you're subscribed to the channel and have notifications turned on so you don't miss a second of the new content. And now, let's get started. Ian Bagley provides a massive update on the Knicks after the OG Ananobi deal. Now we knew after the Knicks made this deal that another move had to be coming. The reason we knew that is because the Knicks didn't give up a first round pick to get OG Ananobi and the Knicks still have Evan Fournier on their roster. And because of that, and because Evan Fournier's real value is only during this trade season, the Knicks absolutely are going to make another move. And apparently, according to Ian Bagley, an NBA insider for SNY, he notes that internally, the Knicks feel very good about the OG trade and feel like they can still make another significant move. According to Ian Bagley, he notes that the Knicks still feel they have enough left to land a top player. Here's the exact quote from Ian Bagley. To acquire Ananobi, the Knicks sent out RJ Barrett quickly and a valuable 2024 second round pick that belongs to the Detroit Pistons. Some fans and media, myself included, suggest that after the trade that the Knicks no longer had the trade capital to swing a big deal. But internally, the organization disagrees with that idea. They feel they have enough left to land a top player. New York has eight tradable first round picks, including four of its own. The four picks from other teams are protected. As far as players go, Evan Fournier, an expiring $18 million deal, Randall, Quentin Grimes, Dante DiVincenzo, Mitchell Robinson, Jericho Sims, and Isaiah Hartenstein are all trade eligible. Josh Hart and Miles McBride cannot be traded prior to the 2024 deadline. Reasonable people can disagree over the value of New York's assets, but there are people in the organization who feel like they have enough to bring in another significant player. But the main point that Ian Bagley is trying to report on here and what he's trying to say is the following. According to Bagley, the larger point here is that even after the Ananobi trade, some Knicks people think they have enough trade capital to make a significant deal. Shout out to Ian Bagley of SNY for giving us this massive update on the New York Knicks and where they stand as of right now on the trade market. And according to Bagley, internally, the Knicks feel very good and still feel like they can land a top tier player given the assets that they have. And I'm not sure why Bagley and some other insiders don't believe that the Knicks have the assets necessary to get a top tier player. Why wouldn't they? They still have every single one of their first round picks. And even though the Knicks first round picks don't mean and aren't as valuable as they used to be, just because the Knicks are a very good team and they are a playoff team, meaning that that pick is likely a late round pick versus an early round pick. And that matters if you're going to trade picks with another team. But even though that's the case, first round picks still hold value. They have their own first round picks. They have other teams protected first round picks. And not only that, folks, they have the players necessary to get a deal done. I want to go back to exactly what Ian Bagley stated regarding the players that the Knicks have that they can trade. As you can see here, Fournier, $18 million expiring. 
Randall, Grimes, Dante, Robinson, Sims, Hartenstein. Look at the players that they have. You're telling me they can't still make a significant blockbuster deal after the OG and Anobi deal? They absolutely can. Now, there are some names on this list that I don't think are going to get moved. Randall, I don't think he's going to get moved. He's playing too good right now. If you're going to move Randall, you're going to need a superstar back. Dante DiVincenzo, they just signed him for the long term. He's not going to get moved. Mitchell Robinson's injured. His value's lowered. He's not going to get moved, in my opinion, unless the team really wants him, despite the injury concerns. Jericho Sims and Isaiah Hartenstein, I think Hartenstein has a lot more value than Sims. And the reason for that is Hartenstein is in a contract year right now. And if the Knicks don't sign him after the season, he can go to another team. And another team, given how he's playing this season, is likely going to pay him a lot of money because he's looked very good for the New York Knicks. And when Mitchell Robinson was healthy, I don't think an argument could be made that the best backup big in the entire NBA was probably Isaiah Hartenstein. That's how good he is at his role. And a lot of people around the league are noticing that. And if the Knicks are not going to retain Isaiah Hartenstein, if they know he's not for the future, then in my opinion, take him, take Fournier, take Grimes, take three or four of those first round picks and dangle them to other teams to see if you can get another star or superstar player on this roster. Because I absolutely think that you could. Now, maybe it's not the top tier stars. Is that enough to get Donovan Mitchell from Cleveland? I don't know. Maybe if you took all of the first round picks and then you added two protected first round picks to that, maybe you could get Donovan Mitchell to this roster. But here's the thing. The assets the Knicks have available, all of the assets that I'm saying to you guys right now, does it sound crazy or unheard of that the Knicks could flip those assets for a star or superstar? Could they flip those assets potentially for DeJounte Murray? Because in my opinion, Grimes, Fournier, Isaiah Hartenstein, and three unprotected picks from the New York Knicks or two unprotected picks from the New York Knicks and a protected pick likely gets that deal done because the Hawks need picks and they want those picks to flip for another player. That's what they're trying to do. And DeJounte can help them land those picks. Now, maybe they want to barter and then go ahead and try to ask for more picks or maybe another player. And that's fine. Part of negotiation is doing that. It's going to be up to the New York Knicks to decide what is a fair offer for the player they're trying to trade for. But I'm going to tell you this. DeJounte Murray is available. The Knicks and DeJounte Murray right now, after the OG and Anobi trade, looks like a match made in heaven. They are already good defensively with OG now. You add Mitch back. You add DeJounte Murray back. That unit for the Knicks, that starting five for the New York Knicks will be one of the best defensive starting fives in the entire NBA. I'll tell you one thing. You're not scoring 140 points on that team. And I know we're all talking about Donovan Mitchell if he could be potentially available. And there's obviously always going to be a connection to Donovan with New York. But as the reports have indicated, a lot of people are suggesting internally with the Cavs that they are looking to make a playoff push with Donovan involved. And whether or not you think it's a good idea or a bad idea by the Cavs, it doesn't matter because that's what they're going to go ahead and move forward with. And if that's the case, the Knicks need to look at players who are available. And if Donovan may not be available anymore, then you have to look at the rest of the field and see who else you can get on this roster that is a perfect fit for the roster and a backcourt mate with Jalen Brunson. And if you look around the league, how can you not think that DeJounte Murray is not that player?
He has to be that player. It needs to be DeJounte Murray at this point in time. Because if the Knicks are building one of the best defensive units and one of the best defensive starting fives, DeJounte Murray adds that. If Tom Thibodeau is going to be the coach of the future, that is the perfect roster for Tom Thibodeau. Not to mention you got Precious Achua as part of his deal for OG Ananobi. And Precious Achua is another Tom Thibodeau type of guy. He plays a very rugged type of game. And that is the type of game that Tom Thibodeau loves. So I absolutely agree with everybody internally with the New York Knicks. The Knicks absolutely have the players. They absolutely have the assets. They absolutely have the picks to go out there and get another star to pair with Jalen Brunson, to pair with Julius Randle, and to pair on this New York Knicks roster. The only question is who that star is, what stars are available, and what the New York Knicks and Leon Rose are going to do regarding moving forward right now. Because it's clear the New York Knicks are not done. If they were done, we wouldn't be hearing anything about the Knicks wanting to make significant trades or significant plays for other players around the league. That type of conversation would be muted right now. But as of today, we are still hearing reports that the New York Knicks are still significantly invested in the trade market, still actively looking at the trade market. And according to Ian Bagley here, think they have enough assets to make a play for a top tier player and get them on this roster. It's only a matter of time now. For me, I'm waiting until January 9th. That's when DeJounte Murray can become available. And I'm also looking at January 15th, another day that a lot of players that the New York Knicks have had their eye on become available. And that's the time that you're going to want to look at Leon Rose, the Knicks, and see what moves they're going to make. Because if you're looking for another move, or you at least want to understand when the Knicks could make that next significant trade, it's going to likely be between the days of January 9th to January 15th. And without a doubt, after January 15th, all bets are off, all players are on the table, and whoever the Knicks feel they can get, they are going to get. Mark my words on that. But what about you guys? What do you think about this massive news from Ian Bagley basically stating that the New York Knicks are not done and internally, they still feel like they have enough assets to make a major trade happen? Let me know in the comments below, guys, because honestly, I would love to hear from you. But that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go ahead and smash that like button, leave a comment below. And of course, guys, please subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace.